We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome back to Veterans Minimum. Everyone is here today. Tim is sick as shit, so we didn't allow him to come into the studio. Deadass. Like, I want, I'm not too sick to come in, but Joe's like, yo, stay the fuck away. You're yo, sick enough, bro. There's a bug going around. I'm not trying to get bugged up. Nah, he yeah. caught, he got us one time too. I remember one time he yeah. came in coughing and sneezing and shit, and then I was out for like a week. Yeah, he's like, yo, I'm at six, coughing all over the mics. He's spitting across the room into my mouth. What? <laughs> yo, I'm sick this morning, but I'm not as sick as Saints fans. How about that? Mm. Damn, bro. Right That's you. Bat? What do you mean? You're a Saints fan. Yeah, yeah. Now he off the bandwagon. Yeah, sure. Hey, Saints. Welcome me back. Baby. Baby, <laughs> open arms. <laughs> Whatever the fuck you said. I don't even know what to, I don't even know who to root for because I feel like the Rams don't deserve it and the Patriots are the Patriots. Yeah, yeah, honestly. <laughs> yeah, Tim, honestly, of. as a Jet fan, like as I am and you are, it's a no-brainer who to root for. Eh. Yeah. Um, bro. But – the the Rams Saints game, yo, I just feel like this whole year has just been like unfortunate. Like I felt like the Bears, like I wanted them to to win, just so like I feel like they earned an, at least another game. The Saints too. This game was was tough. They ended up losing twenty six twenty three to the Rams. A uh, pretty significant pass interference call that was completely missed. I don't even know how. This guy got drilled on the sidelines, and there was no call. That would have sealed the game. It would have been over. They could have just like sat on that and then kicked it and won. I was watching the game at a bar, and there was a couple of uh, Rams fans there. And I'm watching. I'm casually just eating some Cahoon fries, <laughs> not Cajun. <laughs> and uh, I'm eating, and I'm like, oh, that's a, that's a penalty. And yeah. then they, no flag. I was like, stop. Yeah. And then the Rams fan is like, yo, what are you? I was like, dude, that's a penalty. Like, come on, let's look. I understand it's your team and all that, but that, that was clear as day. Yeah, I went to the sports book Saturday and my coworkers like, yo, put in a, a parlay for me, Rams plus three and a half. And um, he had the, the Chiefs, but the first game was this game. And he was like, yo, yo, no penalty, no penalty, no penalty. He's like, no penalty. Because <laughs> he had three and a half. Yeah. He's like, yo, that's amazing. But yeah, I don't know how they messed that up, man. I mean, yo, honestly, I mean, something that blatant, like there's, was there six refs? I don't even know how many referees are seven. on the field. Seven. Two right there. Two, like, literally right on top the of it. The New York Times had a good photo today of some angle where the ref is looking right, one of them is looking right at it. Like, yo, you have seven guys. One of them has had to see that. Yeah. Had to. And then the just league office. The league office, too, told Sean Payton, like, yo, yes, not only did we miss this call, we also missed it was also a helmet to helmet. And it was also, like, uh, illegal touching five yards downfield. Like, every, like, you could have called four things on that play. I think Nickel Colby Colbin was like, yo, I, I got beat and I was just trying to break the play up by any way I can. He's like, I probably knew it was a penalty. Yeah, he was like, I, I, I whacked the shit out of him. He's <laughs> like, I wasn't going to let them score a touchdown there. That's what he said. 
So even he admitted like right after the game that was a penalty. It's just like brutal. And it makes me like think of the narrative of just like LA Boston. Like it's been like that for years. The Lakers, the Celtics this year was the Dodgers and the Red Sox. Now it's the Pats and the and the Rams. So it's like LA Boston. It's also it's just try like I feel bad for Saints fans, man. Last year you go down like that, and this year this happens. It's like, oh my fucking God. I have yeah. a I have a lot of strong hot takes. I'm gonna replace Tim on this episode. I think this is the worst back to back losses uh, a team has suffered. Maybe it's not that hot. I think that's, I mean that's, it's that and like the Bills. The Bills run. Well, yeah, four in a row. All right, four in a row in the Super Bowl. Fine, but these are like two significant plays. Yeah. that like cost them the game. Like yeah. the Bills Super Bowls. Only one of them was a one possession game. The one against the Giants. The other ones they got shellacked by the Redskins and the Cowboys. They were getting beaten the shit out of. You know what I mean? Where like this, it's like Stefan Diggs down the sideline. And then this one is a blatant P.I. that everyone, everyone knew was a P.I. Yeah. You know? Even the, the corner knew it was a P.I. And that would have been like, that's a touchdown. If you look at the angles of that wheel route, that ball is set to drop right in Traquan Smith's hands. And he's going to, not, not Traquan Smith, it was uh, Tommy Lee Lewis. Tommy Lee Lewis's hands. And he was going to walk right into the end zone. And, you know, not to not to change the subject off this, but I think that if we are looking at that play, not only does it it changes a lot of legacies. I know that Adam Schefter tweeted that like not only is Drew Brees like all right now Drew Brees is he could have been a two time Super Bowl champion for for all we know. I think the Saints win the Super Bowl if that Stephon Diggs play doesn't happen last year. So he could be a three time Super Bowl champion if these things don't happen. And then on top of that, Sean McVay, everyone's calling him a genius, right? But, yo, Sean McVay blinked. And before that drive, Sean McVay decided to kick a field goal to tie the game on fourth and one and a half on his goal line instead of going for it and with five minutes left. And that was a terrible call. It was, a, it, it was one of the worst calls that McVay went, did all year. It was very un-McVay of him, especially because Todd Gurley was sitting on the bench the whole time. Crazy. And, and he got bailed out. Like That, that was a straight-up bailout call. By the way, really quickly, if you ask a Saints fan, right, that, yeah, Todd Gurley will have five touches the entire game, how would you feel about that? And I'm sure every single Saints fan would sign up for that. Todd Gurley touched the ball five times and they still won. It's crazy. But, yo, like, let, let's also – all right, let, let's go back to the beginning of the game. The Rams had more turnovers than they did first half uh, – for uh, first downs. And what did the Saints do? They kicked field goals. Mm-hmm. So it goes back to when when I was texting Impy during the Chargers Ravens game. I'm like, yo, this game should be over, but yeah. this is what happens when you kick field goals. So like, look, the Rams also balled out, man. It sucks that this this pass interference kind of taints the whole game. But Akeem Talib came back, and Mike Thomas ain't run wild. You didn't see him going crazy and whatnot. And Marcus Peters came to play too. Mm-hmm. The Saints only had, I believe, 60 yards rushing at home. That yo, that interior of that defensive line. For as bad as some people think Sue played this year, him and Donald were causing mayhem. And that yeah. that guard-center-guard combo for the Saints, I think that's where they're weakest at. They're tremendous at the tackle position. But, man, they were causing mayhem all day. Hmm. And Alvin Kamara, too, who was causing a whole bunch of havoc out of the backfield in the first half and even into the second half a little bit, it was a great adjustment by the Saints to be like, all right, we're taking Alvin Kamara out of this game. And they really, they really had a chance to. And as much as it comes down to the, the end – the Saints had a lot of chance to put points on the board here. Mm-hmm. Uh, they like like Nick said, especially if that turnover, you get a turnover of Goff on the fifteen yard line on your on their fifteen yard line, and all you can do is score a field goal, and you're supposed to be this high powered offense. Like that's the shit that loses you Super Bowls right there before because because you leave the game in other people's hands. Like the bottom line is, yes, the referees fucked up, but the Saints allowed the game to be in the hands of referees. They allowed the game to be in the hands of the Rams in overtime. Like they allowed these things to happen because they couldn't convert early and and when they had the chance to, especially off turnovers. Especially a team like this who thrived off turnovers in the begin in the the regular season. So it's a, a lot of it is like, yeah, I feel bad for Saints fans, but they could have done more than score twenty points easily. Yeah. And then even the clock management, too, at the end of them just, like, throwing the ball a couple times. On first down. Yeah, yeah. So that also has to be, like, factored in along with that that uh, Miss P.I. call. Like, just terrible clock management by Sean Payton. They're allowing – I think it was, like, 140 the, the Rams got the ball back. They got a nice return, and they were chilling from there. They tied it up and then got the turnover in overtime. Dante Fowler, 
That trade that was, was looking made a lot of beautiful. money right there. That that made the trade right there. That was that an unbelievable play. play. Yo, not trade for, win just because of that. Yo, not for nothing though. You, you won the coin toss. You got the ball first too. Yeah. Yep. That too. Right. That so too. Breeze threw the interception there. Like you, you got a chance. You got the ball first, and you went in down and scored. Right? How many times have I come on the show and been like, "Yo, it's 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 whack this overtime shit," and we'll get to the 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 game later in a little bit. But just like in general, overtime, you win the coin toss, you have a lot of the momentum. Yo, Pats won the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. Why? Because they had the momentum on their side, and they win the coin toss, they go down and they score with James White. Then you see that's what happened with um with the Pats later on too. But you always see that like Rogers. Rogers has lost his last three losses in the playoffs have been in overtime where he gave his team the tie to go into overtime, but they score first in OT and then you're asked out. Mm. You know, the Saints got the ball first. So I forget, yo, Greg Zerline too hit that monster field goal 48 57? yarder. Well, the 48 yarder to send it. Yeah, yeah. And then also the 57 yarder. Yo, that 57 yarder might have been good from 100, 100 yards. Yeah, <laughs> yo, that was. Fucking yeah, bomb. I was bonkers. I was like, bro. yo, where's that from? Like, where's he kicking that from? Because that shit hit like Greg, the top bro. of the net. It's I was crazy. calling 3LG, bro. Yeah, that kick was insane. That was amazing, man. For, yeah. for a year that's been like riddled with like miss big misses, it's like this guy's just crushing it. Even uh, Goff in his post-game post, post game interview was just like, dude, like everything came together. It was like, Greg from 57? He's like, that shit was good from 70. Yeah. yeah. Which is yo, like, yo. Think about that, dude. If he misses that short field, then you just need a field goal for that's the That's what same. I was saying. That's the first thing I said. I was like, yo, if this misses, it's game over. Anyway, yeah. like, this is game. Yeah. So, but he wound up hitting it. Did any of you guys have any doubts that Greg was going to hit that? Man, that's a that's a bomb, yo! That, I had mad doubts. In Hell a dome? Yeah. I don't know, man. Dude, fifty-seven yarder. The one he hit at the end of regulation curved in like your boy Lutz, top twenty-five, missed a thirty-eight yarder last week. Of course, you yeah. have to have doubts. But it, that was one of three kicks he missed all year. Yeah, Cody Parkley like, too missed. Yeah, but those that was nah, he missed ten. But that's a chip but shot I'm saying. Though, compared to fifty-seven. Parky was outside, that, though. In that dome, though, like, 57's very possible. Yo, for you to ask me if I have doubts over a 57-yard field goal, I have a doubt any At what yardage do you have doubts, there. then? A breaking the in record, dome, 63? In that dome, yeah, like, 60. <laughs> like, that's that's it. Yo, that's you're a makeable wrong. field goal in the dome. Yo, there's no, there's no type of... You're telling me when they lined up, you're like, cover. this is good. Yeah. You're Stay wild, hot, I, I'm calling. I'm calling bluff. Me, too. Call Jock. You know who could have called? Oh, yeah, call your brother John. Let me guess. He called the final score. No, called Jason Burroughs too. Jason Burroughs don't lie. He's like he's like Abraham Lincoln. Never heard of him. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Yo, uh, question, Qu- question on this game. Drew Brees. Um, first, up until they played the Cowboys, that's really where their cheese, uh, their season changed. Yeah. Uh, Twenty nine touchdowns, two interceptions up until that game. Only seven touchdowns, five interceptions. Post that game, he's forty. Yep. It's kind of slowed down. Last week, he underthrew. Uh, Gin was open by like five yards. He underthrew him. Like, uh, are we? How much does Breeze have left? Eh, I think Breeze he, is kind of done. Nah. He missed a wide open Gin too on a third and seventeen play. Where if he would have thrown it oh, in dude. front again, yeah, he, he, that would have been that would have been game over. Coming across the middle, the yeah. in route, yeah. He also missed. Route. He also missed a throw in the corner as well. I forget who he threw it to. He underthrew him in the corner. And then the guy made the lucky play and it hit him in the in the in the helmet. Oh, what's I mean, the difference between Tom Brady and and Drew Brees is that you could see Drew Brees in that pocket. He was just holding the ball for too long last game. He was he was dancing. His feet were constantly. He didn't look comfortable in the pocket. Tom Brady on the other hand was pop pop pow pop pop pow pop pop pow. And I mean, that's the difference between like the goat and one of the greatest of all time. You know what I'm saying? Especially in playoff in a playoff atmosphere. Drew Brees looked a little nervous. Now, am I going to put it on this one on Drew Brees? I'm not. Um, just for the simple fact that when he needed to put the ball in the place where he needed to put a ball, he put it there, and it was a pass interference, and they didn't get the call. So it's hard to it's hard to say Drew Brees is done. But I mean, if you are if you're going to try and say that Drew Brees is the same person now that he was in the beginning of the year, then you're reaching. I don't think he's like done though. Like I still think he could. Bro, we thought this guy was going to be MVP. Like, what are we, who are we kidding? Mm. Like, yeah. he's going to play next year. He's going to be totally no, he's, fine. He's going to play, but I think it's alarming when... <clears throat> I'm not alarmed. What I'm alarmed with is that this team could be so fucking hot and cold. Like, how can Michael Thomas, who fucking looks bas- basically unstoppable at some points, 
come into this very important game and have four catches. To lead, bro. Yeah, but like that's what I'm saying. Like you, you that, that's that's on you then. And and you're fucking you've been in the year in the league two or three years. What the fuck he's been in here? You know what? I also have a problem with Tommy Lee Lewis getting that pass on third down. Yeah, but they're reckless with that. Like they threw that touchdown on like Kirkwood or whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah, I don't you know, even... seventeen different players scored a touchdown for them this year. Yeah, like, that's true. That's true. They're reckless with that. Yeah. So it's like I'm not surprised. What about uh Todd Gurley? You guys hear how like he was healthy, he was fine. What but... is that? Why was he not? Did we just ride CJ Anderson into the sunset? Like what? What, what was that? <laughs> it's like yo, fuck it, we're going CJ. Yeah, honestly, what, what's wrong with like ride, ride, riding the hot hand though? I mean, there's there's a hot the, hand and there's a hand that's been hot all fucking year. Yeah, but he hasn't for been three hot. years in a row. He hasn't been hot the last three weeks though. I mean, Todd Gurley's been hot since he's four. He's probably juking people in four years old. Bro, okay. that hand is cooled off. I understand bro. what you're saying, but four carries. I mean, yeah, it's a little it's ridiculous. Not that, not that hot. They also had a couple goal line carries for C.J. Anderson where he got stuffed. That you got to be wondering at that point, like. It's two yards away. Why is uh, completely healthy Todd Gurley not getting the ball? It's, it makes you think that he's not completely healthy. That's the only. That's the only answer. There's no other w- way you could justify him getting that many touches. Not even that. If you're gonna give the ball to C.J. Anderson and let him run between the tackles and fucking bruise up the D line, cool. But like, you're not gonna throw to Todd Gurley out of the backfield. Like, he's your best fucking playmaker. Yeah, he needs touches in some sort of fashion. Like, throw him the ball. But then also in the golf post post uh, post game interview, he was like. Yeah, you know, the bye week is great. Uh, Todd can rest up. He'll be ready to go. So it does make you think, like, there's definitely some sort of lingering issue there. Because for Goff to even, like, mention that, that the bye week is crucial for their health health uh, going forward. I agree. But it's also, I think, alarming that it must be bad. For because your, your season's, on, this, yo, this season's is, on the line. Yeah. Like, if, if it's like, yo, you're good, like, you're we'll, we'll like, just ease you in, like, whatever – Dude, you give this guy four carries, something's wrong. And I paid you this off season, so I'm expecting you to like. Yeah, he must be you like. Gotta be hurt. my belt cow. I'm not like. I'm not definitely sure that he's gonna like get a bunch of touches in the Super Bowl. Even like, why should I? If you left him out of this game, especially how close it was, and it was like we need our best player on the field to make plays, even if he's not super healthy, like he must have been really fucked up for them to not do that. Yo, my entire yeah. opinion on this team changes, no matter what game they play. If he's in or not. Yeah. Like, if I know Todd Gurley's 100% and I'm getting the 25, 30 touches of Todd Gurley, I'm like, yo, if I'm the Rams, I'll play anyone, anywhere. Any squad, any place, right? ASAP. But when he's not when he's not ready, I don't know, man. This team just looks different to me. Yeah. Yo, Goff, though, stepped up. <clears throat> Tim was talking about how on, on the road he's not the same quarterback and Breeze is a better quarterback at home. And one of them is at home this weekend. Yo, Goff made some plays, yo, on that last drive where he was getting people t- uh, tugging him and shit left and right, and he was making some good-ass throws. For, uh, shout-out to Jared Goff, too. Like, he was making those good-ass throws in the biggest moments when he needed to make good-ass throws. Like, that that dime piece that he hit Brandon Cooks with down the sideline, that was a ridiculous pass. There's another dime piece down the sideline on the other side to to Robert Woods. There was, there was a couple... Like really good throws to Reynolds. Like he was, he was balling. He was really balling. Balling out. Shout out to Jared Goff because, like, I'm, I'm one of those people who are like, is is Goff good or is McVay just the man? You know. But yo, I, the uh, the Rams also. If we go back to what they did this time, March last year, they went out and they just got big name free agents. And I think what you see now is it is a copycat league. And I think that teams are going to start doing this where, you know, Sue's on a one-year deal. I believe Tlaib's on a one-year deal. They extended Cooks. Uh, Marcus Peters is going to be up for an extension. But it's like, yo, we're just going to go all in on talent and just hope that our culture, like Tim always brings up with McVay and Wade Phillips. And, you know, Wade Phillips wasn't, uh, I believe he was in Denver with Tlaib, wasn't he? Yeah. Right, so it's like, yo, he's familiar with him, and he must respect him if you know they won a, a championship with him over there. And I think that, yo, the Rams, man, they this is a monumental win for them and like the McVeigh crew, like everything McVeigh and their philosophies. I think you're gonna see a lot of people starting to do that. Yeah, I think same thing. I mean, like Peters, they got via trade. Uh, is Cooks a pending free agent? He, uh, he extended with them. Right, right. So, yeah. like, those are two guys that they got for low draft picks. Mm-hmm. 
Aside from Cooks, I think he went for Cooks one. For, uh, but, um, one, yeah. Like Peters, like all those guys are out there to be had that are pending free agents that if teams don't want them because of their headaches, then we'll just gather the most talent, like you said, and try and put a team out there and win. And that's what they've done. And, uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, this narrative of McVay being an offensive genius, like this could have been completely different if that P.I. was called. Like people are like, oh, can McVay actually get a team over the hump or not? Mm-hmm. But now you saw him fucking jumping around for joy and then going to find Champagne. That was kind of a funny clip of the day. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think the Rams took care of business. And with Gurley only having four touches, you know, for Goff to step up like that without the running back to make all the throws, he had to make the throws. If you're not going to get you, they didn't get anything from C.J. Anderson. I was fucking talking him up like crazy. He had 150, 150, and like 100 plus last week for three straight games. Came in, I think he had like 16 for less than 50, 16 carries, less than 50 yards. Yo, that's when you need Jared Goff to step up. And for him to do that in probably the toughest place to play in the league, uh, in the Superdome with all that noise inside, I mean, yeah, hats off to him, man. He balled. Word. Um, all right. Anything else you guys want to add about this game or no? Sean McVay got bailed out. I don't. How do you guys? How do you guys? I know I brought this up a little early, but how do you guys feel about that? That call on on fourth down with a, a yard and a half to go. He decides to keep the field goal to tie the game instead of going for it. Yo, that is the most like wither under pressure moment. I'm gonna play it safe and not be scrutinized for like that's the that's the only way to describe that move. I mean, yo, they were down 13 and he ran a fake punt on his 25 yard line, so I wouldn't say that like he played it safe. Just so happened at that situation, he was like, yo, I'm going to kick the field goal here, like you said. Yeah. So, I think that what you said makes it even crazier that he did that because this is a guy who's known for, like, taking it taking it to the edge. Let's, let's look at the scenario, right? If you make it, you're up, right, and you give the Saints a chance to drive, but you give your defense a chance to make a stop, right? The same exact way you gave the defense to make, a chance to make a stop if uh, when you kick the field goal. Let's, let's, let's look at the other way. If you don't make it. You got the Saints with five minutes left coming from their own 98-yard line. If you can't trust your defense to make a stop on a team with five minutes left from the 98-yard line with 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 your with, with the defense the way it's playing and with with the situation that's going on, with all, all the factors, and you're Sean McVay. You have Todd Gurley. You have you have Jared Goff. You have weapons galore. What what are you doing? What are you doing? What? What are you doing? Yeah, I don't know how you keep saying ninety-eight yard line, <laughs> <laughs> but I know what you mean. Ninety-eight yards away. I'm yeah. <laughs> Yo, last thing before we move on, right? We're talking about this PI call. Have you seen that the NFL is going to use the the meetings that they have to See possibly challenge them? Yeah. Gross. Can you Gross. do me a favor, man? You have a big social media following. Can you tweet out the NFL to listen to the show? Because I've been fucking saying this for three years now that they should be a challengeable offense. Yo, no. too many games are decided by pass interference. And people are like, yo, it's going to slow the game down and shit. Fine. That's fair. But I'm not saying to give teams 10 challenges. No, you keep it two challenges. Shit like that happens. You throw a challenge flag. And it, it's treated like it, now in the NFL, it's like you get two challenges. If you get two right, you're rewarded a third one. All right. Why not? Yo, too many games are dictated on that. The Ravens won a Super Bowl with Joe Flacco. Dropping back and throwing bombs and praying for Hail Marys and, and uh, pass interference calls. Yo, you're talking about a play where mad championships, yo, legacies, like Tim said, Breeze's legacy, championships, everything, contracts are decided on these calls. You should be able to challenge it. I, th- I, I um, think it's crazy that, that it hasn't been. I, I, it's absolutely ridiculous. It, it opens up Pandora's box. Like, of what? Honestly. Of then you can challenge everything. All right, now let's challenge a holding. Now let's challenge this, and now right. let's challenge that. And that I, I'm not. No, 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 no. It, no matter how bad it is, and this is about as bad as it gets. I'm still not a fan of challenging calls like that. Like you can't challenge a penalty if it gets if it if it doesn't get caught, it doesn't get caught. Period. That's just how it is. That's just how every sport is, and that's how it that's how it goes. You can't. It's it's bad enough that you can overturn calls. Now you're gonna overturn no calls. I mean, to get the right call, that's not bad. That you Dude, you challenge calls. you challenge now a play at first base, but not because the not because the umpire went. Well, I don't know if you safe or out. It's because the umpire made a bad call. He made a call. Yeah, and that's but a bad call that's missed there. 
All right, but so you said, but, you, but what, you're, what you're saying is you should challenge if someone calls it. But if there's a no call, like in this game, then what happens? No, I'm saying if if there's some shit like that, it should be a challengeable, whether it's called or not called. You should be That's, able to challenge that offense. I think I think a better alternative would be, first of all, it happened under two minutes. So who knows what would happen with that? Because there is no challenges under two minutes in this situation anyway. But yo, how about an alternative of just like no challenges in the fourth quarter? The refs run the game, and they if they get buzzed from upstairs, like, yo, look at that play, they look at the play. Sure, like the war room in hockey. Right, right, right. But it's, I mean, it's tough in football because you probably still have to put time back on the clock because it depends how fast that buzzer or whatever comes in for the refs. Be like, yo, hold on, stop the game. We have to look at that. I mean, I think the answer is, like, what Gene Steratore was doing yesterday. Like, you need to have a, a completely separate official somewhere else, right? And then if there's a challenge... Have that official look at it, and then go from there, and then have him call it in, because what you expect a guy to run to a sideline and correct his own call. That's putting too much like that too much faith now. in human. Right, right. That that happens now. But I'm saying it shouldn't happen that way. I'm saying that the way that the challenge system is is made right now is already a problem, and you want to add more challenges to it. I don't see it that way. I see it as you got to get the call right. I, I I wouldn't be opposed to challenging a call, but as far as challenging a no call, that that would I I think that would potentially slow down the game because then people would just be calling like phantom calls all the time and and there's penalties on every play at the end of the day, so that's why I think like but a big fucking like pass interference that's like yo I didn't even like touch this dude or whatever, but I don't know a lot of that too is just like. Everyone has a different opinion about it. It's like if you're rooting for this team, like, yeah, no, nah, they're hand battling, and then it's like the yeah. other people are gonna think it it's does like, get dicey. Just, it it's does. just that like that man, that that, was that so play blatant, in particular so is just blatant. so bad. Yeah, it's because it wasn't even like a pa- it, was, it was he leveled him. <laughs> like something has to be done about that. <laughs> yeah, well, some in some sort of way. We'll never get there. Um, no, we, I think we will. <laughs> um, we any, will. Anyway, the next game we have, we have the Patriots. Um, they ended up winning in overtime, thirty-seven to thirty-one against the Chiefs. This game was like all right, and then the fourth quarter happened, and it was fucking mayhem from there. It was yeah. wild, dude. I I went to a uh, Sebastian Maniscalco at MSG with Danny. He's so good. Yeah, he's funny. He's so funny. <laughs> yeah, that popped MP up. He's like, well, it was good. No, but we we went Shout to Stout. Hair right now. We went to Stout right after the game and uh, right after the show, and like we were catching like the fourth quarter. And by that time, actually, I think it was like 17-7 at the time, 17-7. Um, and we're like, all right, let's just watch the end of this game or whatever. Yo, it just it wouldn't stop. Like every, everyone was scoring, everyone was losing their fucking minds. That place, it was like midnight, and everyone's still there. It was like, yo, I got to work tomorrow, but I can't leave. <laughs> Danny had a lot of money on it. It's totally fine. <laughs> well, I hope things went his way. First of all, oh, win? they did. They went his way. Excellent. He literally got on a knee and prayed. Nice. When it hit overtime, he was oh, like, boy, he's like, he's up, he was on, he's on his, I'm like, what was that? I'm like, you good? He's like, yeah, I just prayed. I was like, like, you shouldn't right. be going to the Lord for I went to church. Gambling. I went to church the Friday before leaving for Indianapolis <laughs> when the Giants were playing the Patriots. That's the most ridiculous thing ever. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yo, the score was 14 nothing at half. Yeah. Mahomes looked, couldn't look worse. Yeah. I think he had that one bomb downfield to, I forgot who. Tyreek Hill? Uh, Might have been Tyreek Hill. He had like 68 yards or some well, shit. Well, Hill only had one catch. The 43-yarder on the sideline. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was in the second half. Yeah, I think that was second half. Might have been Sammy Watkins, honestly. Um, 14 nothing. absolutely dominated the Chiefs. Mahomes, I think, had the ball for eight minutes. And also... That game could have been over. Brady don't throw a, a pick inside the five yard line. You're looking at potentially seventeen nothing at worst. Three possessions. Yeah. So I think that, that that first half was even worse for the Chiefs than what the score indicated. I don't know who called made that play call, and stuff to get on any Chiefs staffer. I mean Chiefs, uh, Patriots staffer because the way they've been rolling. But yeah, when Sony Michelle has three touchdowns last week, already has one to his name in this game. You're on the one yard line. I know it's failed two times already, but it's third down. Like. Yo, go to Devlin or go back to Michelle. Like, Devlin has been setting the way for Michelle to run these one-yard touchdowns. And why? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's my idea. And, I mean, whatever, it's Tom Brady is the GOAT, so you live and die by him. I mean, if you want to throw with Tom Brady from the one, I'm not going to 
be super mad at you, but every damn time that's a run. We saw it in the Super Bowl. Like that should have been the yeah. last time we see a pass play from the one or play action, anything like jump passes. It was a jump pass. Yeah, over the line to a tight end, and it failed miserably. Mm. I hate. We the, also hate the Burkhead, by the way. One time for D Ford. Um, for some reason, you just like when that interception happened. Everyone that I was watching with looked at each other like we weren't ready to celebrate yet. Because all right, hold on. This is the Patriots. Yeah, where's the flag? Something's going to happen that's going to make them come back. And just like that, you see it. And, like, they show one angle of D Ford. I don't know if you guys noticed that, but they only showed one angle. And Tony Romo was like, yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, he's definitely offside. They didn't show any other angles. But this one time, you're going to you're gonna line up offside, B? Right now. Yo, dude, he was mad offside, though. From like, you know angle? they show the blue line? Yo, and like, are you defending this? His What? No, him. Oh. Tim. I'm just saying that, look, I already... Look, you know I like my conspiracies. That is a bad one. Well, his whole Boston, arm was over the LA, fucking blue look, line. LA and Boston, that's all oh I'm saying. And all I'm God. saying is that... All I'm saying is that they didn't show multiple angles to that. They didn't show... They showed one angle. Because it was fucking all sides, bro. You could say that, but there was one angle that, that showed Julian Edelman definitely tipped it with his thumb, and then you turn the angle around, and all of a sudden, it was nowhere near his thumb. It doesn't matter. Two plays later, they threw an interception there. Ball don't lie, like Romo said. So, that, uh, that well, doesn't matter. That, what, what happened to the interception? Oh, no, that wasn't the D. That wasn't the D for it. I'm, I'm bugging. But... Either that was way, the, that like, was the interception. They, it got Nolan Voigt. It got Nolan Bro, he was offside. Like, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. He, he, I'd like to see some more angles of it. Bro, he was mad off sides. I, I think, Tim, I love you, my guy. This is a bad take. This is a rough take. Yo, I don't think... I mean, it, you know why they didn't show multiple ankles? Be- ankles. They, ankles. Show, the only one one. The they actually showed mad ankles. There's mad ankles out there. But the, the reason why they sh- didn't show mad ankles is because they were just like, yeah, he's off. Here's like, the thing. I'm not saying he wasn't off. The, so what are you I'm trying to say? Show more than one angle of the fucking thing. For I know what? you've got cameras all over the place. You show one angle and then you move on. Like, why? Why? Because it's an offside. It's it not like so a definitive. detrimental call. Like a crazy fucking... I mean, it was kind of detrimental at it the time. It was super but detrimental. Yeah, it was. But I'm saying it wasn't like the 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 punt. Like we're seeing that. Well, I mean, that also got challenged. Yeah, that was the most absurd thing I've ever seen also. Defensive lineman looking at the ball. It's the same thing. I think the worst penalties, the dumbest penalties in football is when a wide receiver false starts. You're look. You're literally looking in at the ball. Right? Yeah. You also know the snap count. So I, I always find it dumb, especially when you're playing at home, for a wide receiver to jump off sides or anybody to move. It's like, yo, you know the snap count. Don't go on the first hut if it's on two. You know what I mean? D Ford looks in at the ball. Absolutely uncalled for. I'd half his salary. I'd even think about cutting him, but you know how I am <laughs> as a GM. Uh. The Pats don't beat themselves. Yo, no one on New England does dumb penalties like that. And it's like, yo, if you look, anytime somebody loses to the Pats, it's always like, some dumb shit goes against that team by like self self wounds like self imposed is that the word self inflicting wounds self inflicting thank you MP for the assist that that's always the mo of every team I think they because when Brady steps on the field and there's two minutes left we do it so I know the the players on the other team do it where they go fuck and just puts the pressure on you. And some people can't handle the pressure, and that's when they come out of character, and they're off sides, or they're fucking, Yo, you they know. they had to score six, though. That was such a big thing to me. Like, it was, uh, what was the score? 28-24? Uh, mm-hmm. It was 28-24. Yo, third down after third down after third down on third and ten. Yo, three Yo, in a row, on, I think. Well, well, I think you're thinking about overtime. No, I'm thinking about, oh, yeah, yeah. In, in overtime. Yeah, well, that was overtime. But I mean, but even so, like yo, so how do you guys feel you about this? So many chances to get off the field. The drive you're thinking about is on like third and long, and Romo. Everyone's been raving about Romo because he was incredible with some of the calls he was making. But the one thing he highlights, he's like, yo, if the safety comes down, he's gonna hit Gronk on a slant, and then he hit Gronk on like a fade on Eric Berry, and like I know Eric Berry is talented and all that. He's a hell of a safety, but he hasn't played in like a year and a half. And your first game back, you're going to throw him out to the Wolves in the AFC title game. And you saw New England was picking on him, man. Ippy and I were having this conversation before. Like, it's it, up against Gronk. Yo, Gronk had a not, uh, not career game on Wallen, but he had his best game of the year, if you think about it. Led the team in, in targets. Mm-hmm. Coming out, not coming out party, kind of like a refresher. Like, yo, I can still do this kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, on that play specifically, I think it was just like, 
it was just a ridiculous play by the both of them. Like he was right there. Oh, it was a hell of a throw too from Yeah, from fucking th- landed right over his helmet. Yeah. Like it was ridiculous, but Kelsey and Tyreek Hill held to four catches combined. Around sixty yards both. Chelsea had that one touchdown. I'd say really, yeah. yeah. That was the only time he was Sammy Watkins played well. Yeah. Sammy it was Sammy Watkins who caught that bomb. Yeah. And, and yo, I was thinking about you during that game. The Williams balled out also. And you were saying how he was your biggest sex oh, factor. Damian Williams, he had a yeah. couple touchdowns, right? He had three. Yeah. yeah he balled. Caught two. Man one in. Yeah, I'm thinking about that fourth quarter drive I was talking about before that. Phantom fucking uh roughing the passer. Yo, yo Tyler, that was Pat Mahomes, like earlier, like got a forearm to the neck. It looks like, like yo, are you talking about McCourty? I, I didn't think so. That was worse than the Tom Brady. It was one hundred. It was thousand percent worse, and yeah. it was nothing. But they and both were nothing. trash. Yeah, yeah, they both were awful. But like, yo, the dude like came across like a forearm, like right under his helmet. Yo, first of all, that time Brady got like yeah. went in for a strip and like missed and like. Grazed his face mask. Oh my god! He threw the flag bro. from yo. behind. He threw the flag. How could you? Yeah, that was that was. How horrible. can you throw that from behind? <laughs> it was bro. terrible. Yo, it was actually really funny because we were at Stout when that play happened, and Danny obviously had money on the Patriots, and some guy, this bald guy, was just like, "Are you fucking kidding me? What is this game?" Now he's like going off about like, "Oh, a bunch of pussies now," <laughs> and Danny's just going, "Nah, he hit him in the face. He hit him in the face." <laughs> I was like, yeah, he's got money on the Patriots. He's like, nah, you know, you see him? He hit him. He hit him in the face mask. I know. He's like, it's rules of rules, you know? I'd probably be saying the same thing if I had money on something. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. But that play was so bad, man. I'm like, oh, my God. This is fucking terrible. Just like that call. There's so much, like, officiating blunders. Yeah, I didn't all, like that. All Sunday. Yo, speaking of, like, speaking of, I mean, not blunders, but the punt. That looked like Julian Edelman like muffed it, bro. If you would have asked me before the instant replay if he muffed that and I had to make a bet, yeah, I'm like, uh, I'll bet my my literal life that yeah. he touched that. I thought it hit off his face, and it missed. It's bro, he was like in front of it. How could he like? Yeah. In real time, how could you not think he touched it? Yeah. I just squatted over in front of it. I always go by initial reaction. After it went I by mean, him, yeah, he immediately he looked that. back. He looked back, right? Like, yeah. He touched it. I mean, granted, you're probably doing that either way. Yeah. But still, though, it's your tell. It's yeah. like... It was also... It, yeah. it, it looked so obvious that I was confused when he at first was like, yo, like, no way. Like, he was yeah, right to yeah, the ref. Yeah. And I was like, yo, why would he do that? Yep. Like, we all saw He it. didn't chase it. You said it's a tell, but he didn't chase it. He well, just he looked probably at had, it. He probably knew he had no I shot. I even was, like, yelling because all the refs got together. I'm like, what are we talking about? <laughs> like, what are we looking at? How many points they should put on the board? Six. Yo, do you agree with that? What? The overturn? Oh, absolutely. He didn't touch it. He didn't touch it. He definitely didn't touch it. Yeah, he didn't touch it. Conclusive. Because on the call, on the field, there was no uh, He touched it, yeah. Oh, I didn't. I mean, he didn't touch it. The only angle that shows that he touched it gets negated by the two other angles that show that. So on the side angles, it looks like it touches one of his thumbs. And it literally, everyone in the bar is going, his left thumb. But now it's his right thumb, right? Tim, literally just what you said makes it inconclusive. No, no, no. No, it you just said there's an angle that shows he touched it, but the two other no, like, no, no. It appears that he that he touches right. it because like on one angle it looks That's like inconclusive. That should be no, a no, 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 no. Bro. Listen, to what I'm saying. Look at what I'm saying. It bounces right on the side angle, and it looks like oh that must have touched uh, whatever his left thumb. But when they show it from the front, you can clearly see it doesn't touch either of his thumbs. So it's like the only part of his hand that it could possibly touch, even in both angles, was the thumb, and in this one it clearly doesn't. So it didn't touch him. And there's no type of ricochet either. Like, no. the ball doesn't ricochet whatsoever. I mean, it, it was minimal, the touching. Nah, I, I think that was clearly a yeah. no-touch. I think it was That's a no-touch too, but I didn't think it was conclusive at all. I thought it was conclusive. I was pretty certain. The thing yeah, I wasn't certain it, about right? was the one-handed grab by fucking Hogan. But they called that, that complete, was, I think, right? Yeah, that wasn't a catch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That definitely wasn't a catch. I think the referees were actually on point with the with the replays in this game in particular. But that no, can, can I just shout out Nick one time besides this? Like, yo, Nick has been saying from – I don't know how, how long he's been saying this, but the overtime rules in the NFL, like, I don't I don't agree with his solution, but they're a problem. I'm going to let Nick mm-hmm. talk about it since he, since he talks about it all the time. Uh, yeah, it's just not fair where – you know, we haven't really talked about Pat Mahomes and Imp got his uh, box score up here, man. And I, I think he played well. Um, I mean, he did play well. Uh, 295 yeah, yards and three touchdowns, right? But well. also, yo, they ran 32 plays only. They didn't have the ball much. 
Um, yeah, I, I think in the second half, excuse me, in the second half, they ran 32 plays. They scored 31 points. And the Patriots did what they wanted to do, keep him off the field. But, yo, I think it was Tony Romo. He didn't compare him to Steph Curry, but he, he mentioned the Warriors about how, like, yo, with this team, man, they could score in bunches yeah. and they could score quick. And it's like, you know, you watch an NBA game nowadays, and that's why the three is so dominant where a team is up 15 points. You go on a 12-0 run, four threes, and it's like, yo, how'd this happen? That's what, yo, Pat Mahomes is Steph Curry. Like, this dude plays in the NFL the way do at, we do at Casino. It's like, yo, there's 27 seconds left. We could go down and score. It's like he does this in the NFL, and he did that mad times, like quick, quick-hitting answers. You know what I mean? And the, the thing with the overtime, like, it's not fair to the other quarterback. Like, yo, Pat Mahomes did what he had to do. He drove his team down. They kicked the field goal to send it to overtime. And then the Pats won because they won a coin toss. It's like Pat Mahomes didn't get to respond. I think whether it's a touchdown or not, right, and I know the NFL wants to get out of it, I'm saying the initial ruling, the initial possession where the Pats go out and they score a touchdown first, I think the other team has a right to answer. And then after that, first one to score. I think that changes the whole course of the game, though. Cause like if it, if what happened happened where the Pats go down and score, they have to be thinking about going for two. If you're gonna think Pat Mahomes gonna get the ball, because you got to think like they're gonna go for two. Sure. I mean they could always play it safe and it'd be point point. You know, sure. just go seven seven. Yeah. But. but I think I think because now the rule is you get a possession. Like you would if defer. You right? field, yeah. If it was that case, I think I would defer. To see what the other yeah yeah I could yeah, walk it could off play, yeah of course then, different but I think yeah that, but then what happens when Tom Brady got the ball? But. Well, how could you defer in that? How could you defer in this situation? No, boss is saying you defer. Uh, like, say, on say the if you're. Toss, if, yes. I, if I'm guaranteed to get the ball, I can get a stop and kick three and I win. Yes. Whereas if they score, I'm still getting the ball back anyway. Now I know what I have to do to win the game. Yes. I think the strategy does change there a little bit. Yeah, but yo, every, uh, every other professional sport all has the same. In, in basketball, you play an extra quarter. In, you don't. Uh, you play. F- Five minutes. Five, Five minutes. minutes. Whatever. You play an extra allotted amount of time, right? In soccer, you play an extra allotted amount of time. In uh, any baseball, you play an extra inning, right? Hockey. You, you Hockey, you play an extra allotted amount of time. It's not just like who scores first. Why not give them an extra 10 minutes? Play yeah. to the end of 10 minutes. I, I mean, yeah. Who are you hurting? Well, you're hurting the players because then the, as games wear on, players tend to get hurt longer I, games go. Personally, I don't really have a problem. You don't think, you think ask, it's, the, ask the players if, they, if, they would, if they'd rather play for an extra 10 minutes or this it, or not I, get a chance to be on the field at all. I honestly, like, I can see how, you know, it's, it's upsetting to look back and be like, yo, we didn't even get a chance to get the ball. But it's like, yeah, but you had a chance to, to score – for four quarters and you didn't score enough and then you know for someone to score in overtime it's the biggest stage of the game and someone has a perfect drive and they go down and score it's like yeah you guys deserve to win if we couldn't fucking stop you you i mean you you know to score in the nfl like a touchdown on on one drive is a hard thing to do so it's like you know that's why the field goal thing was so stupid i'm glad that's over with but like now, if you kick a field goal, it's like we still have a chance to go down. But if you let someone go 80 yards and score, you fucking lost, man. I, I don't know, man. I can't agree with that. But you had I four think... quarters to win the game, and you didn't. And now you lost the coin toss, and then you let someone go 80 yards on you. Like, it's not my fault. Your fucking defense 75. sucks. Or whatever. 75. Yeah, they changed that. <laughs> yeah, but, but, like, the, but then you got, Tom Brady's on the field, though. Yo, Tom Brady converted three third and longs on that draft. To the two guys that have been on his team for a decade, you would think maybe we should cover the two guys that he's most comfortable <laughs> Yo, with. Because he was, he was clearly throwing to Philip Dorsett and, and Cordell Patterson, and they're dropping the ball. It's like, yeah. all right, I can't go to these guys. Let me go to the guys that have gotten me all these championships and the guys that I'm comfortable with. That's why he went to Edelman. That's why he went to Gronk. Yo, <laughs> Edelman's nasty, dude. Yo, that guy. He was taking some hits, too. Shout out to Julian Edelman, who almost was the GOAT. I mean, the you know, how they used to say GOAT before it was yeah, uh, yeah. an acronym. Who almost was the scapegoat because that ball, after it didn't touch his hands, two plays later, it definitely did touch his hands, and it went right off of his hands to, to Sorensen, who probably is MVP this game if the Chiefs win. Mm, yeah, he made a good stop on Sony Michelle too. On yeah, like he a was fourth down. Yeah. I said the he same thing out. about Gronk. 
I was like, you went from goat to goat. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that like dropped that like, what happened on that play? Am I forgetting? Which one? He like dropped, like hit off his hands and got picked, right? Gronk, yeah, on the and on then, the D Ford offside. Oh, that was the D Ford one. Was yeah. that overtime? No, nah, that was uh, with like a minute left. That yeah. would have ended the game. Oh, right, that would have ended the game. Yeah. yeah, that's right. It was before. Yeah. Yo, by the way, shout out to that guy, Sorensen. This guy was coming up huge. Saracen. So, yeah. <laughs> What's his Jeff? Matt Saracen. Matt Saracen. Dan Sorensen though. QB one. Yeah, Dan Sorensen. QB one. Dan Sorensen. <laughs> uh, Yo, this guy. That fourth down play was incredible. Where he came in and just like stopped the whole down. Him. Yeah, that was that was amazing. I was like, yo, that was that was a huge play. And then he had the pick, and then he also picked up that punt. I'm like, yo, who is this guy? He's going yeah. MVP. I was yo, I was literally when he picked up that punt and ran it in. I was so sure at that moment that it was a touchdown, and I was like, I already knew. I'm like betting this guy next week <laughs> or two weeks, whatever. I'm like Super Bowl, that's gonna be my prop MVP right here. <laughs> yo, he would have he would have been MVP of this series. Hell yeah! In, this game. in that game, he sure. would have. Dude, what about? I just remember this play. What about the pick play that the uh, Chiefs ran, where Belichick was throwing the tablet on the yeah. sideline? <laughs> that was good. Yeah, that was a crazy play. That was Sammy Watkins for the, the Watkins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was huge. Hell yeah! The Mahomes. T- I was just watching the highlights. The Mahomes touchdown when he's like throwing it to Williams on the sideline. He it's he can only make that throw like faded and he has a fucking cannon for an arm. Bro, it's like Derek say, Jeter out yeah. there. The best Mahomes throw of the day for me was in the fourth quarter when they were down three, and he throws the Spencer Ware like running to the right and yes. just like throws it inside. Like yeah, it was a dime. Yeah, what about was... the drop down? What about the drop down sidearm play? The Mahomes throw. He kind of like, he kind of looked like he was turning a double play. Yeah, in the, in the middle. Dude, of the he intro. always does that. It's ridiculous. Yeah, like who the fuck is this guy? Insane. And it's a shame that we're not going to get to see him, honestly, because who the fuck wants to watch the Patch- Patriots again? Honestly, like, who the fuck wants to watch them? Now, I don't even think pa- – I think Patriots fans are bored of this shit. Come on, son. Uh, <laughs> that is like, the who, hottest like, of takes. Nah, I mean, obviously not. But, like, who the fuck – like, who wants to watch this? Like, every no one – I was audibly rooting for the for the Chiefs. And that's not even because I'm a Jeff fan. It's because, yo, Chiefs-Rams, that's a game I want to see. Mm. Pats-Rams, nah. Pats-Saints? That's a game I want to see. I feel like the we'll talk about this further. I feel like the Pats are gonna fucking take out their dicks and dick slap the Rams, man. Man, I don't know, man. McVeigh, a bad man. He's a bad man, but yo, I'm not letting him off the hook. I'm gonna remember the calls that he made in this game that almost cost him. Uh, play that almost cost him, and how much the the crowd noise was affecting them is also it's something to consider. Even though it's gonna be on a neutral field, I think that. That's a sign of weakness. And know, when you man. show any signs of weakness against the Patriots, they will exploit it. They came down from 13-0 to come back to win that game, too. So, got to give them some credit. Best offensive mind against the best defensive mind. Yeah. yeah. Best mind in general. Yeah. yeah. Crazy mind. Yo, what about Brady, though, son? I think I think now he's become the most dominant uh, athlete of all time. I mean, yo... If you guys follow us on Instagram at Veterans Minimum, you'll see the graphic we posted today. He has more Super Bowl appearances than every single team besides the Patriots. How about how about this one? How about this one? If he loses this Super Bowl, he'll be tied for the most Super Bowl losses by a quarterback. Still has five championships though. It's insane. Crazy. Still has five championships though. Still has the most. Bro, most he's been to the Super Bowl more times than every fucking team. Is anyone hearing me? Any team. <laughs> Your favorite, even if all the teams, like, oh my god, that is insane. That's a, that is crazy to me. He's been to more Super Bowls than every single organization besides the Patriots. Yeah, because the Patriots forget. also got a Super Bowl. Um, pro, they they were to two Super Bowls before Brady. It's unbelievable. It's. Unbelievable. I still have a. I have a folder with a picture of Drew Bledsoe from the. From the Super Bowl where they beat the Packers. No, the Packers beat them. And I have a, a game, like a chess game, where I have one side is the Packers and I have one side is the Patriots when I was like eight. What? Who the fuck got you that? Um, I don't know. Somebody. What am I? I don't know. I was eight. I didn't know that I hated the Patriots yet. I was rooting for the Patriots 2001 against the Rams. Yo, they were the underdog story. I didn't know, I didn't know anybody. Yeah, how about this, man? How many times do you see a team and you're like, yo, their window is like three, four years? Right? All of them? Not the Warriors. Well, not them. 
Their window's been 18 years. <laughs> Dude, two but decades. Even, yeah. even the Warriors, too, bro, their window is as long as those players stay. It's not because their organization is top-notch from front to back. It's because they're the best players. Yeah, but players. Yeah, but they have the this best quarterback. This guy has fucking one, one guy. One guy. Yo, no one, no one is the same on this team. From 18 years ago, obviously, except this one fucking guy. Yeah, the and most the important guy. guy. Plays. It's insane. Yo, I mean, Steph, Steph Curry could be on the Warriors for 18 years. He's not going to do what, what Tom Brady did in the NFL. Tom, Tom Brady yesterday, 29th playoff win. He's had 13 bye weeks. Those are wins. Oh my God. You don't have to play. You've already advanced. He has like 40 playoff wins, if you think of it that way. Uh, yeah, I mean, like... It, it, it's unbelievable. 13 conference championship games, nine Super Bowls. Yo, he's really played 17 years because he missed that one year. So more than half the time, he's in the Super Bowl. That is ridiculous. Yo, it's, it's like he kind of turned back the clock, too, in that last drive of overtime uh, in that game because, yo, he, he was slanging. He was slanging that thing around. He was not fucking around. There was no dink and dunk and dink and dunk. Oh, we need nine? I'm getting 12. Oh, we need 10? I'm getting 11. Dude, like he was slanging. It's so funny to like watch Tom Brady when they put the camera on him because in, in situations where like Mahomes was making a ridiculous pass or like whatever and the Chiefs end up tying it, He's sitting on the bench, and I literally said to Danny, I'm like, he looks like he just missed that whole drive. Like he was like, he was like dr- drawing stick figures down and was like, yeah, hey, whatever. I'm just going to get on the fucking field and score anyway. These fucks. It's crazy. This yeah. guy's just sitting on the He is not phased at all. It's I'll, unbelievable. I was watching with our buddy Ralph. And all I just kept saying was like, yo, I can't wait till this guy retires. Like, I hope he loses. And he's just like, yo, I can't do it anymore. I'm retiring. I was like, oh, I hope he wins. And he's just like, yo, I'm just going to into the sunset of Super Bowl victory. Yo, he's making this no. drive in overtime. And Ralph is just laughing at me. He's like, where do you see this guy struggling, and why would he ever retire? <laughs> oh he's God. not. He's I'm like, you're absolutely right. This Super Bowl. No way. There's no. The only way Tom Brady is retiring is if like someone's going to have to physically like take him off the field after he collapses. His wife. I think he wants six. I've been saying this for years now. When he won four. That's what, that's what Bradshaw has, right? Six? No, no. Bradshaw has four. He has the most all-time uh, uh no, six because he went in the sixth round and there were six quarterbacks taken before him. So he wants to get one for each round that he was passed up on and every every quarterback that went before him. He wants six, and then after he gets six, he wants seven. And he's wow. going to want eight after that. He's going to want nine after that until he's until he literally cannot throw a ball anymore. I think- and then the skeleton of Tom Brady <clears throat> will come back. Like a White Walker. And, and, you, know, you don't you don't think that that uh, Brady and Belichick this offseason say say they they win the Super Bowl they'll be like, yo, you don't even need to play like all that, right? Well, let's, let's just get a bye week. If you can go into Arrowhead and win, you can win anywhere. It's like you don't have to play all that. Let's just get a bye week. Well, <laughs> they have the, you know looking at your division. No, this wasn't a, a subpar year for the Patriots. No one, no one was picking them. That's why this yes. underdog shit has been coming around. The corniest thing are, by are pissed far. About. It's not really that corny, though. Bro, it is extremely corny. No, because when, they were, bro. We even, we even nah. like, we're saying it. Yo, and Todd, I think the Patriots tweeted a video. Of, he's like, yeah, we have no defense. It's like Tom Brady saying, oh, yeah, yeah, we have no defense. Yeah, that's yeah, people probably saying. Like, Come on, bro. You're Tom Brady. Like, no one counted you out. Nah, nah they were the most. underdog. Let them have their underdog mentality. They got it for this one. That is extremely corny, bro. I would say, cool, yeah, it's corny, whatever, but everyone was coming into this like, yo, Chiefs, Saints, Rams, before the Rams started to taper off, but, like, that's who it was. It would be cool if, like, Tim had rode the Bears here, and he's like, yes, underdog story. The Patriots, who have been there every year. I mean, Nick's yeah. listing off stats, and we're like, yeah, so dominant, so dominant. Oh, what an underdog. Come those on. things, those those things, though, that we that you were that they said in the video, like, oh, they don't have any playmakers. Oh, their defense is not good enough. Oh, Tom Brady lost a step. These are things that we have said of ourselves on this show. Like, and and not, they believe that? No, up, like, he's not cares? making it up, though. It, it happened. It also makes it. people talk shit about you, no matter how good you are. It's gonna, it's gonna. No, like, exactly, exactly. I, People talk shit no matter how good you are. So yeah, bro. Just embrace yo, it. Like he's not. He's yo. not. They don't think they're actual underdogs. Like obviously they're like. Of course yo. they do. No, they don't. Bro, Dude, why I would have, they be I've spewing had... this rhetoric if they don't think they're under underdogs? Because it, they're like. 
this is mad British. Nah, it's self motivation. I think Boss is right. I don't. Th- I think they believe that they're the underdogs. I don't think so. It's, it's. I think they're like, yo, people forget who we are. Like we're the Patriots, bro. Like you guys want to watch fucking Pat Mahomes and Drew Brees or whatever, but you forget. Like we're nice. Because no they were about the them. underdogs too. They were the underdogs. For real, for real. Like they were. They were, they were getting three. <laughs> yeah, like. They- they're not making it up. It was it was real. It's also makes they it... were actually underdog. People actually said the things that they were saying. They said, "Yo, I'm nowhere near as successful from that." And trust me, every single negative comment that has ever been made to me on social media, I'm coming for you when I make it. Hmm. Uh, and when I talk to you, I'll be talking to you. This this you know what ma- I mean? this makes the uh, the Garoppolo trade not look bad at all, right? Brady looks amazing. He's all good. He's gonna play a couple more years. You couldn't keep him either way, right? Because I feel like a lot of people were like. On the fence about that trade, or at least there was a good majority of people like, bro, this is the first time uh, that even crossed my mind. Not yeah, like yeah, I don't care about Garoppolo. I don't think anyone cares about Garoppolo in New England. Also because I think like, people were kind of like, why get rid of him? No, of course, but like we, he, he wasn't going to sit on this bench any longer. This was going to happen anyway. Might as well get a first round for him. He wasn't going to sit on that bench for another. Like, you franchise plays again. him for like twenty five mil, or he's or get rid of him, and get some. Yeah, I mean that team had a very clear plan that they thought Tom Brady's last year was last year. And then they had Garoppolo ready in the wings in case. And Tom Brady made it very clear that this is not his last year. Yeah. And not even close. He's he's got two, three, four, five. He doesn't he doesn't just want championships. He wants longevity. Like he wants to be known as the quarterback who was dominant at forty seven. Like he that's that's his goal. That's what he wants to be known as. So that you can't expect anything to want him to slow that down, including winning a championship again. Like that's all right, another one. Let's get back to it next next year. That's, that's what it's gonna be. He's not gonna. He's not gonna. If you think he's riding off into the sunset, like that's that's pipe dreams. Yo, do you think this dude pulls like a Jordan one day? Like he retires and he's like, "Fuck that." <laughs> he comes back and he's mad nice. <laughs> yeah. That, Why not? No, nah, I don't think so. He's too old. No, nah, because he'd he'd come back as Wizards Jordan at this point. Yeah, he is too old for that. Uh, Wizards Jordan is still dropped twenty though. But it'd be funny if he like retired and then the Patriots were trash, and then he's like, and then everyone's like, oh, and, they, and he just comes back the next season. They're fucking nice again. <laughs> it'd be like three years from now. All right. Anyway, uh, good games though. At least mm. two overtime games. Two overtime games. Beautiful. Yeah, it was it's great. Kind of marred by the the ref call with the no pi, but besides that, it was a extremely beautiful. Sunday still ex- still exciting. Football. Made me feel yeah. something. It wasn't For boring sure. to watch. Um, Made me feel something. Yeah, like I don't want to watch a game. It's like, oh, yo, it's fucking, they're up 20. And there's three minutes left, like whatever. The pa- like last week, yo. Last week was trash. Yeah. It was. The pass game had that feeling earlier. It's like uh, 14 go, nothing yeah. at half. Mahomes hasn't done anything. Sony Michelle getting carries. Um, anyway, that is all for this week's episode. Uh, Nick, where can they find you? You can find me at The Lamp Show, Twitter, Instagram, and on Twitch. Imp. I-M-P-Y-718. You already know Twitter and Instagram. At Endevito27 on Twitter and the gram. Tim? Uh, at Tim Petrop on all social media outlets, but only if you're feeling real, real, real frisky. BrotoFantasy.com for all of your yearly fantasy football needs. And for p- fans of the wrap-up, notice that it's not up today. I'm sorry about that. It's because I'm sick and I can't rap like this. It's, it's, it sounds really horrible. I tried. Uh, so uh, tomorrow it'll be out. So get ready for that. Uh, you guys can follow me on social media at Joe Santagato and go follow the show at Veterans Minimum and our Patreon. You can support the show by heading to patreon.com slash Veterans Minimum. Some extra bonus content there exclusive for the Patreon. Uh, but again, that is patreon.com slash Veterans Minimum. And that is all. See you guys next time. Do it again. For the ones standing guard. For the eagle-eyed. For the knights in shining armor. And for all those who support them. We are Granger. Your experienced safety partner, offering supplies and solutions for every industry, committed to helping keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com slash safety or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. 
From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.